Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast to guide you home into your human journey here on Earth. My name is Vivian Gerard, and it is my delight to co-create with Gaia and share our messages from Source in this now moment. Here we go. Episode 411, 411. It is Thursday here in Cincinnati. It is the second day of December, and we have a beautiful, sunshiny day. I have moved locations, so if you are watching this video and not listening to me on audio, you will notice that I am in a new uh, surroundings. <laughs> I can't quite call it my podcast room yet, but it is on its way to becoming that. I have been watching this beautiful woman named Blue, Blue of Earth. I don't know if you already follow her, but if you don't, you should. And she just had her podcast space renovated by her partner. It is so beautiful and so inspiring. And so I sat around uh, my office in different areas last week and looked at how could I shift things and what would it feel like if I was in this area or another and so I've decided to make my meditation room which is why I'm sitting where I'm sitting right now um, into a podcast space and this is phase one <laughs> phase one is we have new beautiful curtains so the light is a little higher quality I have switched to my camera on my um, iPhone which is funny because I used to record the podcast on my iPhone with my voice memos and then I switched to my laptop and the quality has just gone downhill ever since. So I am back to my phone and researching what kinds of products would allow me to have a higher quality video image and a higher quality sound. What softwares do I need to switch to? So there's this big refocus that I'm putting into how do I elevate the quality um, so that the vibration as it comes through to you is as pure and um, like as good as I feel that it can translate um, directly through to you. And so everything is getting a remodel. So this space that I'm in, I have my Buddha painting above me. Um, I'm sitting on the floor in my meditation area and you would laugh. I have um, the video camera on my phone, my camera on my phone, propped on a book with this beautiful uh, sort of dragon um, incense burner <laughs> behind. So that's what's at my back as I record this. And all my crystals are in front of the, the phone and I'm, yeah, it's just fun. <laughs> it's really fun. So that is the setup for today. And um, we'll just evolve together over the next few weeks. I'll be doing a podcast this week, next week the following one, and then I'm taking a couple weeks off, two or three weeks off um, as we wrap up this year and step into the new one. There's also some sort of um, releasing schedule that SoundCloud has announced and that's who I submit my RSS feed through for the podcast and and so I'm not sure if that means as I post it up to SoundCloud it's immediately going to be sent out or it's going to be a little bit of a delay for a few days so we're going to roll with it together 
And if you can't find uh, my podcast this week, next week, or the one after, you can always go to YouTube and look there because that one will be immediately uploaded. Okay, so let's talk about a reality check. <laughs> when, I was, when I was muscle testing the titles for today, at first it was co-creating reality, and then it was owning your reality, and then right as I was wrapping up my meditation, I was checking with my guides again. I'm like, reality, reality what? And they're like, reality check. And I was like, okay, reality check it is. And then I realized it's episode 411, which 411, I don't know if you are old enough to remember this, but that used to be the number we would call for information. There was 911 for emergency and 411 for information. So I decided to look up 411 and just see what does Google have to say about it. So Google says, I have my note here, it used to be called directory assistance and 411 is now an informal noun in North America that is meant to represent the relevant information or the truth. And so the way you would use it is to say, I'm going to give you the 411 straight up. <laughs> I love that. So here's the 411 from Viv about reality, reality as I see it. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard much of this before, but there's always a way that the energy is um, adjusting and, and flowing differently. And you're different in this moment than you were the last time you may have heard this nugget. I'm different in this moment than I was the last time I said it. And so there will always be some, some new uh, nuance or awareness that we both receive when we look at the same energy in a different way, in a different time. Okay, so <laughs> reality check. Where do I begin? I think, I think I'll begin with astrology. So we are headed into a new moon this weekend, a new moon, total solar eclipse tomorrow evening, I believe, and it's in Sagittarius. And if you do any Google research, you will see that they're talking about, man, I'm going to forget it now, the Gemini, Gemini axis. <laughs> You'll have to look it up. <laughs> Forever Conscious is, I should have printed out the article. Forever Conscious is where I was reading the information last night for our quietly listening session. So it talked about this axis that we have been on for these eclipses that we've been moving through started in May of 2020. Think back to what was happening in your world, <laughs> in all of our worlds, in May of 2020. So everything I was reading, it describes how we started on this trajectory, this path at that time, and then the eclipses and astrology have just been moving us through awareness after awareness, all these cycles, to arrive at this new moon where we complete that cycle. We complete those eclipses. And so all that we have been becoming aware of is now ready to be put out on the table. <laughs> Maybe that's the best way to say it. All of it can be put on the table and you can assess. Reality check. You can assess what has been going on in the collective world, co-creation since May of 2020, and what has been going on in your journey since May of 2020. And that could be something you explore for days, <laughs> for weeks. You could be doing that through the end of this year. 
And so it's not, it's not that I'm coming to you with the answers, like here's what's been happening from May of 2020. That's not it. What I am coming to you with is like my own intuitive uh, awareness of what's it been meaning to me? Like what have, what have I been working through? What has this eclipse axis been teaching me? And then as I share that, you know, you'll see what it brings up in you and maybe there are matches, maybe there aren't. I'm sure there will be. <laughs> so, so here's what, here's what she was saying in Forever Conscious. She was, foreverconscious.com is her website. She was describing how when we have a total solar eclipse and a new moon and and it's at the end of the year. This is my edition. It's at the end of the year. I feel like there's this huge wrap up of what we've been exploring for a year and a half, like a, a full completion. And when we have that kind of a shift or a transition in our awareness, so we've been looking at something, analyzing it, understanding it, and then we reach this deadline. We reach this sort of moment in time that's marked through astrology that says, are you done yet? Did you get it? Did you learn the lesson? Because there's going to be another axis that's going to begin with a whole nother round of lessons. And before we step into that, should we complete what we have been in? Yeah, <laughs> yes we should. And that aligned with the year wrapping up and the new year starting, I feel like we have this, this beautiful sort of spacious uh, cocoon to, to really feel into like, yeah, to feel into so much and then to get very clear on what our intentions are going to be for the next year, for this new cycle that's starting. Um, I have been doing this process uh, probably for the past three or four years, maybe four, where I host a guided meditation at the end of the one year to wrap up the year as a guided process. And then the first few days of the new year, somewhere in there, I'll have a new meditation in a group where we look at and, and send our energy ahead of us to decide, to determine like what is that next year going to look like. And so the titles have changed each year as I've done that, greetings and um, you know all these different names I've used. And for this one, what I keep getting is departure. We're doing a 2021 departure, like a, an airplane, you know, when you're departing and arriving. And then we're going to have a 2022 arrival. And that's what it feels like to me. It's like, do you have everything in your suitcase, wrapped up, packed, ready to go, so that when you get to the end of this year, right, it's complete. And then there's this brand new slate to start 2022. So that means there's a lot to wrap up, a lot to become clearer, to become clear on <laughs> within ourselves. And that's where I feel like this title reality check is coming from. So this is not a podcast to say you do what I say or you do what I do or I have the answers and you don't. That's not it at all. Um, I'm going to share some of my awarenesses, some of my reality check, and then you can determine if it resonates with you. When, when I was sitting in lockdown in May of 2020 and everything was so unknown, we had fear and 
and you know, I remember videos being posted all the time of someone in another country sending out this blast of information and then everyone would move around trying to understand is that true and then you know, governmental agencies would issue other information. It was so confusing when this whole journey started and what kept calling to me was to go inward, to go into my own um, quiet space, we're already at home, everybody was here, <laughs> to go in and really become clear on what was my truth. And everything that I kept receiving and um, flowing really, like it was like receiving the information, flowing it through me, was all about light. It was about light, light as a healing modality, light as medicine, this this awareness that we are so intricately, intricately connected with the universe and the sun supplies us all of the power that makes this planet hum and, and function and allows for life to live on this planet. And so it was like my guidance was to keep going back to the source. The source of all energy is light. The source of all truth is light. And that's how I Am Light Medicine moved through me. It was just these easy meditations of, you know, this and this and this and this. And here's how you fix headaches. And here's how you address a viral infection. And here's how you deal with your stomach issues. And all of this beautiful information about light as a tool. And the contrast that I was witnessing around me was not light, it was not truth, it felt like fear. It felt, it was very much fear. The first light protocol I created was for dispelling fear, light protocol 01, dispelling fear, like bringing light into a room that feels immersed in darkness and fear, and then illuminating the space so that you can see what's actually there, what's happening. And then that light provides information, and the fear starts to move. And so over the last year and a half, what, what we have all seen is that the answer to the fear, the answer to the virus seems to be medicine and isolation and separation and judgment and polarity. There's a great podcast, Aubrey Marcus has been talking about united polarity, a way where we can have both ends of the continuums and the arguments somehow find a, a way to unite underneath, to connect underneath. To me, that bridge for coming together, for allowing for polarity and still being able to come together, is the fact that we all share this home of Gaia. We, we are all here <laughs> in this global you know, situation. We are all here together as one human species we got to figure it out and and our our earth our planet is holding the cocoon the womb around us for us to come to that inner truth there's so much to say <laughs> directory assistance relevant information and truth there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot so what has what has happened over the last few weeks, not even that, over the last week probably, two weeks since Thanksgiving. Um, it's so funny to sit, by the way, in this position because it's so much more informal than at my desk. Like I can tell how 
you know, I'm just sitting here kind of chilling <laughs> on my meditation cushion. <laughs> it's like a whole different feeling for me. So I trust that is coming through to you also. Feels like we're really just having a chat right now. <laughs> okay, so one of the one of the, the tenets or one of the core foundational beliefs of light medicine as I have um, created it or floated through me is that we are each responsible for our own our own reality, our own reality of our body, our own reality of our mind, our connection to our soul. Each one of us fully owns and is responsible for the experience that we are having here in this human realm. And, and so when we talk about viruses and germs and we tap into the fear that so many are experiencing, there's, there's a sense I get of uh, victimization still, this, this belief that we are somehow someone else is responsible for our health and and so much of the fear is am I going to give someone else something that's going to make them sick or are they going to give me something that's going to make me sick and so we have these um, I believe polarized opinions because of that core belief that uh, we are not ultimately responsible for our own health for our own experiences in this human world um, as I'm saying all this, I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's a big one. And, um, yes, and when, so here's how it played out for me. I'll describe it this way. For Thanksgiving, we went to our family's house and um, there were germs, stomach bugs, <laughs> that had been moving through the house. And we still were like so happy to be there and hang out and be together for the holiday. And the they had had germs a few days before, but it had been a few days before that that they'd been exposed to the stomach bug. And so there was kind of this delay time. So that was Thursday. Friday, we were home, more family over, lots of people around. Saturday, we had more people over and just, you know, lots of activity. And then my husband and I went out to dinner and I started to not feel so good. But I thought, well, maybe it's the dinner, maybe it's the food I've just eaten. I had a few more drinks this weekend than I normally do. I'm like, maybe it's just that. And then we got home and I'm like, uh-oh, <laughs> this is not... This is not how I normally feel, and I am overall a very healthy person. I understand how emotion and energy moves through the physical body, and so how, how when I'm in alignment with my soul and my mind and my body, my body's healthy and strong and vibrant, and illness isn't something I experience because I'm in such flow and alignment, the basic core of light medicine. So I got really sick. I got really sick. I had diarrhea, vomiting. It was awful. I don't remember the last time I vomited. And and there's this simultaneous experience of being sick and being conscious to the fact that I am creating the sickness and what does that mean? And so I know these symptoms. I understand that the stomach is about digesting new ideas. I understand that vomiting is like violent rejection of the new. <laughs> I know what all these things are. And so I'm having the experience of being sick and 
trying to, with my mind, rationalize or, or get to the origin of why? What am I afraid of? What's coming? What's happening? What, what does all of this mean? <laughs> As my body is like rejecting all liquid and food. So I, I find that the solution when we are in moments like that is to just shut down all stimuli and lay still and allow everything to come back into balance. And that's what I did. I laid in bed almost the entire day on Sunday, eyes closed, cover on, all pulled up tight, just trying to get my body back into um, a space of calm and, and not needing the answer in the moment from my mind, but just allowing myself to come back into harmony. So why am I sharing all of this with you? It's one example and, and I, I think it's an example that isn't as um, highly charged as other viruses and things that are moving around that have so much of our attention. When, when, I, when I chose to be around people who may have been sick, I was fully aware of that. And also knowing like I own my body and my experience and so whatever happens is going to be what I need. So when I got sick, my first reaction is not to point and judge and blame and and be the victim of a germ that was given to me. There's there's a full understanding that I have of if the germ comes into my body, it's because it's here to teach me something. There's some next releasing or opening or um, teaching that illness is going to show me and my body either needs to stop and rest completely so that my mind and my soul can come back into alignment or there's something else happening right there's some emotion that I'm not aware of that's coming to the surface to be looked at and so there's there's this ownership that I always have of what's happening in my reality I create it I choose it and so my body is the vessel in which my mind and my soul are having this human experience. I'm not, I'm not being coerced or manipulated by some uh, outside force so that my body becomes sick. There's not some virus, some stomach virus that's stalking around wanting to come into my home and sit in my body so it can make me throw up. There's a reason. There's always a reason that emotion and illness are, are playing in that way in our bodies. Sometimes, for me, I want to know right away, like why? What is it teaching me? Sometimes the lessons take a little while to, to show themselves. And I feel like that's the gift and the beauty of this new moon, this time right now, of the axis, the Gemini axis completing, so that we can look back and go, okay, May of 2020, what was happening then? What was going on in my reality? And now, a year and a half later, what is going on in my reality? I've created it. I've co-created it with all of the others in my community, in my world, in my country. I am in this co-creative dance. What's my ownership? What's my part? Co-creation is 
I go to a home where someone else is working through their stuff and their germs come into my body and so that's the co-creation, right? There's a, a like meeting like. We match up our energies and so what they're releasing and moving through I must have a match to and so I bring it into my body and that's co-creation. We bump up against other people's experiences but it, it's to bring something into ours that we are ready for. The people who were here over the weekend, they didn't get sick. <laughs> they didn't get sick. My husband, a little bit, not much. And he was there the whole time with me. So we all have our own um, processes that we're working through or, um, yeah, it's like my body needed to teach me something in a certain way that I, I had my experience of the stomach back. His taught him in a different way. It's, and then others didn't need the lesson, so they didn't get it. So if we can have that, if I can have that awareness and I can share that awareness with you about a stomach bug, couldn't we also expand that possibility? And this is a big expansion. Expand that idea and that possibility to a global virus. Like, couldn't we, couldn't we say, well, maybe, maybe there's something there. Right? We have all these other players when it's as big as it's become, you know, governments and pharmaceutical companies and lawmakers and <laughs> so much. <laughs> so it becomes way heavier and way more complicated. But I believe this idea of owning our reality, owning the fact that this this is our human body, mind, soul that we each individually have chosen to inhabit and that we are each constantly, dynamically learning and expanding with. And so, so let's take responsibility for that, which leads me to this idea of a reality check. <laughs> so, This is really funny. I am really adjusting to this new format. <laughs> I'm like, whew, it's a whole different feeling over here in this room. <laughs> Way more, um, is intimate the word? It feels like it is, yeah. So the reality check is, um, what do I choose? How do I choose to complete this time frame, this journey that we've been on? Um, specifically from May of last year until now and then also you know the I guess the calendar year it's a little early but my <clears throat> my reality check <laughs> what would I offer you I guess the the overall the biggest the biggest aha for me has been continuously to choose love over fear over and over and over again because it's really easy to get caught up in fear. It's really easy to watch a little video. It happened to me this morning. Someone sent a video and I was like, oh, I have to read that or watch that. And, and there was some truth in there. There was some beauty in there. And there was also a ton of fear in there. And, and that's, that's just not how I choose to live. And so, so my greatest aha has been micro moment by moment, video, article, story, anecdote, everything that is coming at me, information and 
you know, energy-wise. Everything that's coming towards me gets filtered through this awareness of is it fear or is it love? And I feel like that is much of what I was purging over the weekend. The stomach virus was this sort of rapid propelling um, awareness that moved through me of all the little places where I've held a fear for someone else or I've felt where that must be true because they're so emotionally charged about it and also it didn't quite match what I was feeling. All those moments I've stored them, brought them in and kind of held them to sort of sit in my stomach and digest maybe a little bit of it but not all of it and hold on and so there's all this gunk energetically in my stomach and the rejection <laughs> the rejection felt like I this is interesting the rejection of the new I feel like I know what's coming uh, for many people the it feels almost like a tidal wave of truth and as that information and new awareness comes into people when when like in this video me saying to you you are not the victim to anyone this is your reality you are creating your reality and so what do you choose to create that could be a tidal wave of of too much for someone and so that that is the rejection of the new it's this feeling of whoa what <laughs> no 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 someone else is telling me what to do and so I'm gonna keep following what they're telling me to do and and that's the way it works here in this hologram we call Gaia Earth that is a lot of information and so I, I feel like the stomach virus for me was this this sense of a tidal wave of so much coming towards uh, humanity as more and more truth is revealed. There was this great um, moment in the Aubrey Marcus podcast that he just released. He was talking about truth as a sort of a beach ball in the water, you know, a plastic ball with water in it or with air in it. He said, you can't keep that beach ball underwater. And he said, that's how truth feels to me. It's always going to arise. It's always going to bubble up. And, and I feel that, that there is this eruption of information, of um, a rejection of the way our freedoms are being restricted. Um, and I'm not picking a side and trying to tell you what those freedoms are. <laughs> this is a general statement that there are more restrictions on the freedoms of all humans that are happening and so as as humans get pushed down the natural tendency I believe is to go wait a second why and no and I can feel that's sort of the eruption that I felt with throwing up it's like total rejection of what that future may look like and the empathy I feel for how overwhelming it is to awaken, to become aware, to have truth move through in a way that you just can't repress anymore. It's scary. It feels very scary when we have a narrative that we lock onto and then it starts to crumble. It's that tower moment in the tarot card. It's like, what do you hold on to? What do you hold on to? 
And so I offer here, like you hold on to truth. You hold on to your own knowing that you're the creator of your reality. And you hold on to love. You always come back to love. Love is this universal harmonizer. Love is, love is this energy. This is one of the most beautiful things that happened in lockdown is when you would, you would see these expressions of love between people and videos and so many of the commercials at that time were all like little Zoom, you know, we celebrated your birthday by Zoom or we did this by Zoom and they were all about love, about people singing to each other and playing instruments and sharing those videos. You know, there was this beautiful, way that love bubbled up even in the midst of all that fear and unknown love bubbled up and we were all connecting that that is the the soothing when it feels like everything is crumbling and falling apart so i don't know what is going to happen <laughs> i would love to predict but you know, it's a co-creation of billions of humans. And so I don't think anybody is able to predict. I think we're all guessing. We're all, um, so many of the videos are like, this is what's going to happen. And here's how you need to prepare and protect. <laughs> I'm like, we don't know. No one knows. And, and so really the most empowered place to be is in your own reality check, in your own knowing of how you want to live this life. And that brings me back to love over fear, always. Like love, love is, I go to an event where I know there might be germs and I also trust like my body is going to have its own experience in the way that it needs to. And so we're going to, um, it's all going to be okay. Like everything is happening in my highest and best good. There's no fear in that. There's no fear. What, what I have been practicing, because it was interesting, the video I was watching this morning about fear, which I'm not going to share because I don't want to spread more fear. And it's, it's just one person's perspective. But the video at the end, they were saying, um, so what do you actually do? Like, what are your practical steps? How do you, how do you move through this time when things are changing? And, and perhaps this is where we're headed. And so I offer that to you, like, what do you do if, if you're listening to this and this reality check is bringing up any fear inside of you, the, the steps I would offer are start moving the fear. Start moving the fear out. And how does that, how does that move out for you? So maybe you need a good cry because it's been a crazy year and a half. Maybe you need to go, you know, punch a pillow, <laughs> like yell and scream and have a temper tantrum. Like maybe that's exactly what you need. And it'll move some of that energy. Maybe listen to Light Protocol 01 for dispelling fear. Sit with that process so that you can see it's free. I'll put a link below, it's free. Like it's a free guided meditation and it's all about getting rid of fear. Move the fear out, look at what's there. Instead of running from something you're afraid of, like stop and actually look at it, be with it so it can move. Um, what I've been doing, my practical, is I've committed to doing 40 days of a Kriya, a Kundalini Kriya, um, for self-reliance, and it's all about moving fear out of the body. 
it's kicking my butt and it's also so good. It's an hour of specific movements, kundalini positions that move fear out of your body and then chanting. So I'll put the link, I'll see if I can find it and I'll put the link to that also in the description in case you want to play along with me. So I'm doing kundalini. Um, I'm doing my meditation every day. I am committed to bringing in more joy. So this, like the shift here to the space and then bringing in more beauty. Um, so those are some ways. There's something else I was just telling somebody and I can't remember now. If I think of it, I'll share it. Um, so what can you do? One, like be with the fear and then move the fear. And then two, start choosing love, start creating love, start being around more love, start calling in more love, start expressing more love. Maybe the way to shift fear out and allow more love in is for you to actually open your heart and start sharing love with those around you. How many, how many times do you say I love you in a day? Start with yourself. Like look yourself in the mirror and be like, I love you. <laughs> you're, you're cool. You're amazing. You're whatever. And then say it to someone else. Say it to someone that you maybe wouldn't normally say it to. You can say it with qualifications like, I love you, but just as a friend. <laughs> I love you only because I'm practicing saying I love you. <laughs> I think I did a podcast called Saying I Love You. You can go back and listen to that if you need inspiration. But you can feel it. You can feel it in your heart. Like just saying the words and allowing that energy to move shifts your focus. Now you're focusing on love. You're not talking about fear, focusing on fear, expanding fear, making more fear. It's like zhoop, love. Love, right? Self-love, love for others. I would suggest doing some research on this completion. Like look at the Forever Conscious article and, and look at what's been happening in your journey for the past year and a half and and be open. Be Fear is constrictive and it, it shrinks our reality. It shrinks our possibilities. It tells us not to whatever, whatever, whatever. When you allow new perspectives, when you open up new possibilities, when you listen to new people, when you bring in new music, when you move your body in new ways, you're expanding, you're opening. And when you open like that, look what happens to your heart, right? Your heart chakra goes <laughs> This is fun because I have the wall behind me instead of all the books. So I feel like my movements in the video are a little more uh, accentuated. So yeah, open your heart chakra. Allow, allow yourself to start experiencing energy in, in more playful ways. Smile more. <laughs> Smile. You'll be amazed. You'll be amazed what it does to your heart when you start smiling. Watch funny videos instead of fear-based videos. Find ways to laugh, you know? These are all things you all know. I'm, I feel like I'm telling you what you already know to do, and yet when when we're in fear, when we're constrictive, when everything feels like it's locking in on us, we sometimes forget the basics. We forget what we already know. We, we've shrunk everything and limited it, so now we don't remember what we used to be aware of. So here I am offering this reality check. 411, let's get back to truth. What is truth for you? 
truth for me is love. Love, love, love. Love the space that we're in, this beautiful home of Gaia. That's the whole point of the podcast, right? To, to remind us that this is an incredible place to be with incredible possibilities and co-creations. So if we can move the fear out, move it out, and then open up and expand more love, anything is possible. So this is fun because my legs are stretched out and my feet are like <laughs> tapping. <laughs> Oh, that's the other thing I'm doing, EFT tapping, my friend Andrea. If you're not following Andrea Henkels on Instagram, you should totally be doing that. She does these little short tapping, one minute things, and, and you just EFT, right? You know EFT, it's where you like tap on certain points on your body. Anyway, and then you say affirmations. Super good way to move fear out. You can just tap, tap the fear, hit the energy meridians in your body, and the fear moves, and then you can start expanding more love. So yeah, I'm tapping, I'm laughing, I'm doing Kundalini Kriyas, I'm taking some time off in a few weeks, I'm bringing more beauty in, <laughs> all kinds of good stuff is happening here. Okay, that feels like plenty for today. I would love to hear your comments. Um, one of the other reasons, not reasons, one of the other ways that I find to be so powerful um, when we are moving fear out and expanding love in this idea that I'm sharing with you is to share the voices that resonate. There are so many voices in the world loudly spreading fear and creating more fear and then locking everyone into those words of fear. So start spreading more voices of love. When you listen to a podcast or you listen to music that you know is expanding your heart chakra, share it. Share that with other people. So I talk about the podcast here, Blue and Andrea Henkels and Aubrey Marcus. You know, the voice, East Farce was my top uh, artist on the Spotify Wrapped. There are all these beautiful humans that are doing incredible work. Those are just a couple. I know there's tons more. But I'm one of those that you could share. So if you feel something in your heart as you're listening, share it. Offer it to people who don't know this voice or this narrative and spread those messages instead of the ones that are fear-based. So, there you go. <laughs> All right. Have a beautiful weekend. I will see you next week. Thank you for tuning into this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me in a new community on Facebook and Instagram I call the Gaia Tribe Reunion, where we show up together to share our soul's gifts, what we came here to Gaia to contribute to humanity. You can learn more at viviangerard.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.